0: Welcome to Nobody Panic! Hello, I'm Tessa. I'm Stevie. And um, this episode, well, here's a little clue. Hey, Tessa, do you want to go out with me? Gosh, no thank you. There we go. That's a really great example of saying no. How to say no. How to say no. We've had a couple of messages from various people. Um asking for this from variations on like how do I say no at work like how do I be more like able to say no in general and also crucially how do I say no to people trying to woo you we had a conversation about um, that feeling when somebody goes oh can I buy you a drink or like oh do you want to hang out and I immediately always go sorry no I've got a boyfriend even if I haven't Mm. one of our friends was like why do I have to say Oh no! So I'm owned by somebody else. Like, why can't I just say no and be fine with that? And this was four years ago. I was like, absolutely, yeah. Next time that happens, I'm just gonna say no. And every time I go, no, I've got a boyfriend. (laughs) I can't stop that second bit coming out. Oh,
1: thank you so much, but no, thank you. I've got a boyfriend. See, look, I just did (laughs) again. I've got a boyfriend. Yes, it's very instinctive to want to put uh, like a because. Yeah. It's hard this trying to say no thing because everybody wants to be a nice person and nobody wants to upset anybody. No one wants to let anybody down. And you can't often just go, no. You have to say another thing. I mean, there's a reason it's hard. But We don't want to let anybody down. We want to make everybody happy. We don't want this suitor to feel sad or kill us. (laughs) Or
0: kill us. There've been times where I've been like, on a train and I've seen some guy like just trying to chat to these girls like and he just won't stop. Often two girls, one guy. And the girls being so polite. But he's being really pushy. We should feel well, you're being pushy and you're in my space. So I'm gonna say no. Like for some reason, especially like British people, so like,
1: oh but we don't want to offend. And you're like, well yeah. they've offended you. So So we want to talk about saying no in the workplace. Hello. Hello. <laughs> saying taking on too many activities and trying to do too many things that you can't possibly do Yeah, uh, saying no to friends and family and saying social no social reasons and saying no to suitors certainly like a male female thing that I think we see a lot is ask me um, not a suitor thing but like a do you want to come to the cafe later and have a latte Ooh, maybe I'll retract it
0: <laughs> so <laughs> you're annoying I try. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I think that to me yeah. and to maybe like a woman listening would be like that's a 100% no thank she you she does not want to she, she doesn't being want to do that nice. at all but my actual words written down were ooh maybe which to most people and
0: also often men who communicate more directly yeah. than women would be like oh maybe she
1: does yeah yeah that's so true because I think I think often about this time that we, <laughs> we were in a meeting with a gentleman and he said we could work with Benjamin We don't like Benjamin. And we went, ooh, palpable silence in the room. Yes. While we went,
0: the air was sucked out of the room. The air was sucked out of the room. And then I think one of us immediately went, we've got an idea of working with this other guy that we, we quite like we made like. A, a
1: different suggestion to, to me I thought he was honestly this man was honestly going to lean in and be like oh my god tell me why do you hate Benjamin what <laughs> happened tell me tell me tell me I thought he would like re- I honestly thought that to me those were like so smoke obvious. signals like semaphore that was the clearest thing in the world that he was hired like- Benjamin and he hired Benjamin he, hired like, Benjamin. he didn't
0: say that we didn't want him he didn't listen we didn't, to say our- no. we
1: didn't actively say no he didn't listen to our body language he didn't read the room the t- which to me was like screamingly obvious almost impossible Volatile. Embarrassingly obvious yes. how much we were saying no because we
0: were so enthusiastic for the rest of the meeting and it was only when Benjamin was mentioned we all like sat up
1: we were like back in our chair we were like. Oh, I no. shot backwards out the room screaming. It blew my mind, and I was like, "Right, we have got to get better at <laughs> saying no." And um, what adult thing have you done this week before we get too too deep? Balls deep into Benjamin. Absolutely balls deep in Benjamin. <laughs> um, I have uh, moved house. Oh, I'm just gonna do a shout out to my housemate Jess, who lives in our shed, mm-hmm. um, who looked after me through this process and made me breakfast Aww. and kept emotionally coaching me through. That's really Through carrying on. I did have a shade of a breakdown while doing it. I've not actually moved into another house. It's just all in my parents'. I painted the wall. I had this signature wall in my bedroom Mm. that was blue and has been blue since me and my friend Claire went, went to South America two years ago. And it was this very sort of like South American deep blue and it was very like a... Life affirming. I'm a woman with a sim- signature wall, I understand. and I'd really like made lots of things in that bedroom, and was really. She made a closet out of piping. I meant a closet out of piping. Sounds shit, but it's nice. It's great. Like I'd really invest a lot into that room. It was very hard for me to leave, and I didn't want to paint this wall. I mean, there are people still living in the house. I didn't have to do it. Mm. I could have just left it there. I was like, there's going to be a point in the future where someone says they're going to take five hundred pounds off the deposit, come back and paint this wall. Yeah. I was like, just do it. Just have some closure. Just get everything out of here, and I and I did it, and. It was the best thing to do.
0: Great. That is really good. I would not have done that because, and then I would have really regretted it in
1: like two years time. Yeah, exactly. Because I really, I was like, fuck it, I'll do it later. It doesn't matter. It's not, it's not necessary right now. And I was like, just clear everything. Just put the keys. And I was even like, I guess I'll hold onto the keys for a while because I might need something. I was like, put the keys keys in the letterbox. Just close that door. Like just walk away now. And I bet it felt good it felt great it was very very hard to do and then afterwards it felt great
0: yes because you there's a reason why you want you wanted to do it in the first place I so had to say a lot why. of thank yous to
1: the house oh
0: gosh <laughs> you had to marry condo a whole house yeah I did so stressful with the painting the wall thing we've been living in our flat for like a, a year and so there's just there are scuffs and stuff mm-hmm. What and the worst one ha- was done by me because I came. <laughs> that is no, no surprise, surprise to anyone. I came, although there is one on the ceiling that my Can't boyfriend did, him. and I, and I don't understand what he's done to do it. Like I don't. Was he like waving a bit of charcoal around? Like I don't understand. But the worst one was me because I came home uh, with a suitcase and there was a wasp in the flat. And I screamed and threw the suitcase at the wall, and then it was just a massive thing. And I'm gonna have to go around, and it'd be really easy just to just paint over it. The landlord has given us a little thing of paint as well. It's really sweet. I, I just haven't done it. Why not? Well, first I'm like, well, I'll do it. And then it'll just look like a weird bit of paint, a blob of paint on a wall. Like it won't blend in. Uh, so one,
1: I'll come around and do it for you if you want. And two, it's... <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'd be weird, but you can if you like. <laughs> and two,
1: it will blend in. It will be like... Magic. It, it, like Magic. Why am I still such a
0: baby? You, you go, it's like magic. I was like, oh, that sounds good. Okay. Yeah,
1: it, it, honestly, it'll feel so pleasing and okay. good to do. Once you've done one, it'll be like when you've got a pair of scissors and you're like, hmm, what else should I cut? Be like-
0: <laughs> I got a pair of secateurs, and I this is my, my adult thing, incidentally. Got a pair of secateurs, actually, I didn't, my boyfriend did. But then I, apropos of nothing, saw, he bought some lavender. Uh, ages ago, and I've been really unable to emotionally engage with the plants that he's bought on the balcony because right. I'm frightened that it, they will die, like Planty died. Understood. So he waters them, and he does, and I kind of just don't do anything. And he has mentioned, like, do you want to like contribute, please? He was not expecting this like incredibly deep psychological conversation. I think it just I, speaks to my deep fear of motherhood and nurturing.
1: I'm a bad and, mother, and it's and, best if I don't touch the lavender. And I
0: know that they will one day die. And then um, after this deep psychological conversation, I thought... I have to learn to emotionally engage. Things will leave me, and things will go and this is a this is a constant thing in my life that I've not realized until like literally this month. I keep things at arms like because I'm frightened they'll go, and I don't mm-hmm, invest mm-hmm, in like mm-hmm. so our lovely flat. I haven't really been like the homemaker because I've been like well we're going to have to move out and I don't want to move out so then I saw this lavender and I was like I know you have to cut it back and I know that that's the thing to do before winter and I looked it up and I was like I'm going to tend to the lavender so I cut the lavender back as per the internet article I was reading about gardening and then I got overexcited and um, used the cuttings uh, dried them and made little bundles for next door beds Jesus Christ well done I felt like a a not me wow and my boyfriend nearly fainted when he came home it's, it's like, a little bundle of dried lavender. Yes. I kept this ribbon. Oh, I just feel like, sure you'll understand this. There's a ribbon on the thing. I was like, I'm sure I'll need a ribbon. One. Oh, may I just chime
1: in and say, Moved to my parents' house, cleared some of their banking out of a drawer, <laughs> filled it with ribbons. <laughs> <laughs> so you couldn't have got that more. It's the lot. only thing I've unpacked. <laughs> but I've got to have a bloody hour to make a space for these ribbons. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's well, I I would normally say, Get the ribbons out and use the drawer for something useful, but I use the ribbon to tie up little bundles of lavender. So who knows? Like, you may use I'm all so of them. I'm so happy for you. So that was a real, a real big, big old time for That's me. That's so wonderful. Right. How to say no? Yes. To work stuff first, yeah. then. I think one of the main things about that I've learned about work is that less words is better. So when I first started work, and mm-hmm. it, it, same with, like, uh, when I first started doing CVs, when I first started doing cover letters, when I first started, like, um, have my first job interview. Like, for example, my CV, I would name every single job I'd ever done and then, like, have a, a hobbies and interests section. Like, nobody reads that. Just get to the point. And with emails as well, real long, rambling email, and then the point is, like, in the last paragraph. Whereas now I, send, I do send one-line emails at friendly, but to the point. The same thing is if you can't do something, don't be like, I'm so sorry, I can't because I've got this, I've got this, I've got this. I should actually do it, but maybe, I don't know, maybe, because then what will happen is you'll just in front of the person talk yourself into doing it and end up being like, I've wanted to, I want to. You will have to probably at work, just give like uh, a reason, but that reason doesn't have to be specific. So you could say, no, sorry, I can't. I'm just too busy. That is enough of a reason. You don't mm-hmm. have to then say what you're doing. You don't have to say, like, why you're you're too busy. And also, crucially, you don't have to um, fully interrogate, am I too busy? Because if you do feel like, oh, that'll be tricky to do, just don't do it. If it's something that can be done by, by somebody else then delegate it, or if it can be done the next day. It can feel like you can't, but actually if you interrogate it a little bit further, you can always take something out. You have to make sure that you have space rather than saying yes to everything, and then you're completely rammed. You have to have room in between the tasks to like think about the tasks and not just be like, do everything
1: badly. I think that's a really key issue, is like not doing 10 tasks quite badly, yeah. but doing five well. When I get asked to do things, always my instinct is to be like, yes, I'll do everything, lovely, thrilled, yes. wonderful. And genuinely with all the time in the world, most things people ask me to do, I'm like, yeah, I would like to do that thing. Yeah. My not being able to say no is generally because I haven't got the time or that I feel I should because it feels like a good thing to do or I feel like, oh, somebody would have loved to do this thing.
0: So many things will come from saying yes to something that you didn't yeah. expect to say
1: yes to. So you're like, well, I have to say yes to everything then because I might yeah. meet someone there who would give exactly. me more work. a I'm good thing. And you don't... And I, somebody... Uh, said the, me the other day when I was saying like, oh, I just don't wanna let everyone down. Mm. And they are like, absolutely, but in that list of people that you mustn't let down, one of them is yourself. Oh, God. It was comedian Nish Kumar. Nish Kumar
0: is such a font of knowledge. Isn't he just? It
1: is. And I'm like, whoa, okay, because that when you are trying to do everything for, and not let anybody down and do your best, you forget to be like, oh, well, what do I need? Yeah. And it's such a- You're not a superhero. It's not a Brit, and it's a very un-British thing. We're, and it's something that we really, really struggle with. This like taking, what do I need? Like, what do yeah, I
0: actually? It's kind of cool to be so busy that yeah. you can't breathe. Mm-hmm. My least favorite thing is when I am actually too busy and I have to say it to somebody because I feel like a wanker. being yeah. <laughs> like
1: I can't. I'm so busy. But you don't. So a crucial thing is that you don't actually have to say I'm so busy. So so busy. You say I'm afraid I can't fit it in. Work on different ways of phrasing the thing because so often, if I know I can't do it, I begin the email with like, ah, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> written out. Whee! And somebody wrote, someone did that to me the other day and wrote, ah, down. And I was like, it looks insane. It does look mad. It looks completely mad. Was it me? No, it wasn't. <laughs> it sounds like it is you. I was like, but I'm sure
0: I've done that.
1: You you definitely have. No, it wasn't you. Um, but I do remember thinking, gosh, I've really got to keep my own paper Keep, keep of that. a lid on the, ah. And keep that lid on that because it is all right to ask for help. It is all right to say, you know, to do those things without bringing that like, um, oh, work. goodness, I'm so bitter. Whoa, 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 whoa. And like putting so much faff. 100 words where 10 would do. Yeah. And an amazing thing I saw with um, your boss says, Can you do this thing? And you know that you, or or someone's asked you to do something that you already are doing lots of things for, Mm. um, to say, "Uh, Sounds great, but I won't be able to do that with the current schedule. Let me know if you want me to reprioritize.
0: Oh, hello. Yeah. Hello. Because then that puts it on them to be like, Why don't you not do that today? Yeah. Yeah. Swap it in for that rather than you having to go what
1: will they want because your instinct is to go yes lovely absolutely certainly I'll do more if you need like I'll take on anything a constant Um, so something I want to talk about is learning to listen to your instinct we call it your wizard Um, feeling like there's an old wizard inside you that you know sometimes you, you have an instinct and it turns out to be right and you're like, oh, I should have listened to that. It's your gut. It's like your intuition. It's any of those Or words. a small wizard going, sm- I told you that. It's however you want to I label know, it. Why is it a wizard? Like, it's, it's I think it's because when... He's wise and knows everything. When he gets it right, he goes like... Mm, like, <laughs> like, like a wizard. And, and he, also and he a, disappears. He's got a crystal ball. I think that's part of it. Yes, he's magical and can see He the listens future. when someone says... Can you do this? His crystal ball says, like, they're gonna forget this, or you're not gonna have enough time. Yeah. Or when it comes to it, you're gonna hate that you said yes to that. Yeah, you're gonna forget that's that. My like, that's what he's doing, looking at his crystal ball and being like, mm hmm. Or just your own yourself, your own gut. Learning to listen to that is such a hard thing to do and such a big part of like, being a grown up and like realizing that you're like, oh, I was right about that. Oh, okay, I should learn to listen to that feeling. And there is this experiment called the Solomon Ash ACH uh, conformity experiment from the 30s, but they still do it today. Seven people came into a room and they were doing a test on perception and eyesight. So say that you were the seventh person or sixth person around the table. I put up three lines of varying different size and I say, A, B, and C, can you tell me which one is the longest? So Mm -hmm. we do like three rounds where everyone goes around being like A, 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 and everyone's saying their their word out loud. Mm -hmm. And then we do one where it's quite small, the difference, but it's definitely B that Mm -hmm. is the longest. But the first person says uh, a, and then everyone says a around the table, and so then you are like, it's b, right? But you, but everyone else has said a very confidently, and it turns out everybody else in the room is part of the experiment, Excellent. and you're the only person. I love those
0: experiments They're my favourite <laughs> and you are the
1: only person. Who isn't we did it in A level psychology? Yeah, our teacher sent somebody to the library to get something and told us what it was. Amazing. They came back and we did it, and I remember her being consistently. People do last for three rounds, three things, being like. Guys, it's B. But saying A, before oh. they're like, oh, is this, what's going on? Some people just commit the whole way through. and mm. uh, some people, But nobody ever does it the first time.
0: That's so interesting. No one
1: ever trusts themselves on that first In one. my head, I'm
0: like, I bet I would. Yeah, But, but I bet no, I wouldn't.
1: Consistently, it's such a thing that we don't, even though we knew we were right, we don't listen to ourselves because everybody else so confidently said something else. Yeah. And we've got to we've got Stick to our guns. You've we got you to stick to your guns. To. So when your wizard is saying...
0: Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You. There's a difference when you say yes to something that you know that you will do, mm-hmm. and then when you say yes to something that already you're like, I think when it comes to that, I'm gonna. Ha- I've got like three things at the moment happening next week that. I've known for a month that I don't want to do and (laughs) I just, I'm going to do them. What are they without upsetting anybody? It will upset people, okay. so I can't.
1: <laughs> what are it, they? It, it, I put it off and put it off and put it off, and they mm. have all fallen in the same week, so it's yeah. like oh, big week, big week. Big week, week coming up, a big week of coming up of, things that you put off and put off and put off, and so a really key one that we all use is to be like, oh, I can't right now, but do ask me again in the future, or yeah, like, don't I can't that. do it this week. If you know it's always going to be no, just say no. Say no. I think that's really
0: important, and also putting it off works so much for like, if you've got friends that... I don't know I think everyone's got like a a few friends one of you's annoyed the other one or like whatever but you still seem to meet up every two months and it's like I don't have any of those I like everyone God I've only (laughs) got one but
1: it's really okay Okay. I won't say that then because it makes me sound like a dick so we're going to talk about saying no to friends because I have a massive problem with it Stevie's got a massive problem me and Taz just went off air for about 45 minutes
0: and I talked about all the times that I can't say no to friends and said I didn't want to say on the podcast because I was too embarrassed
1: yeah but we've we've got it. we're here now yes. and we're going to try and work through some of them everybody has got a friend or multiple friends that they feel like they every relationship it needs to be give and take and they feel like they are just giving Mm. and being taken from and not taking anything back and some relationships friendships become like that because friendships that you made when you you were 11 and were just based on like how good you both were at conkers if you had pogs or what kind of pogs you were packing (laughs) I mean I was packing some good pogs (laughs) no no part of me questions that (laughs) you were absolutely running the pog syndicate I was and so the, the th- those things like you' like had a fun time together in the playground, and then you're grown-ups and it, suddenly it's four a m and you're coaching each other through you know total life breakdowns and awful things happening and you become friendship becomes much more about support than it does about like mutual entertainment. yeah, and and that's just a thing that happens when you get older. um and trying to get out then of friendships that you're like, actually, I don't like this. Yeah. you haven't got friends that
0: you don't want to see. And yeah. It sounds weird to say that because why would I have friends that I don't want to see? And yeah. I don't really, but there are there have been people in the past where which which I don't kind of hang out with anymore where I've found it difficult to... Uh, I've been like, why aren't I enjoying this communication that we're having? Like, Why aren't I looking forward to the drinks I'm having with them next week? Why do they make me feel bad? Like, And then people have been like, just stop seeing them. And I've been like, I can't. And I actually probably still
1: have friends like that that I'm like, I guess I have to see them again. Like, so why? I don't have any... I like all of my friends, but I also probably have upset plenty of people along the way. Do you see them too often? Do you just need to be like suck it up and see them once a year and like just get through it yeah or is this something that like finding that line of like oh is this actually quite a detrimental relationship that i physically dread going to see this person yeah in which case i think like just let them continue to do the you know leg work do the leg work and if they want to see you like they have to do all the organizing and the planning and stuff and quietly try and like extract yourself I think I'm such a coward, I just would have to ghost them.
0: I would never ghost someone in terms of a relationship because I think for some reason I just don't think that's respectful. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think with friends, I think it's because if you ghost someone in a relationship, you're their only, you would presume, you're their only person. Yeah. Whereas with friends, you know that that person has other friends. If your relationship with your friend that you want, that you're not happy with anymore, if you're not happy with it, they're probably not happy with it either. You can drift away from people. I've drifted away from people that I genuinely really like and Mm -hmm. I've had to be like, God let's meet up again because we have But it's so easy to drift because often um, your lives go in different directions yeah. and you're like oh my god but I love that person why don't I see them anymore so you can drift away from people that you don't like because that naturally happens anyway it's not actually as hard to drift from somebody so imagine that you're two boats you just sort of you just happen to turn the wheel a little bit and yes. encourage so the just, drift.
1: Yeah, so you can, I think, just turn the wheel a little bit and when you see this person, make a point of not, if it's always them telling you about your life, make a point of not asking any questions or, you yeah. know, just make, be, on gar- be on your guard, Be yeah. on I guess. Yeah, that and sounds like a relaxing evening. Yeah, it sounds very <laughs> stressful. I think, like, it's obviously, it really is a real issue for you. And yes, like, it is for me personally, yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think it's that is a very universal thing. I find it very
0: difficult to say no to social things. Mm-hmm. And then when they arrive, often I've said yes to everything. So I have to flake. And then I hate... The only thing worse for me than saying no to a social event is then flaking on it. Like, I can't stand it. I feel like I'm laying everyone down. It's so much nicer to say no than it is to then flake. Yes, it, so exactly. Have, I have to learn so to be like, I'm so sorry. And I have to look at my diary and go, oh, look according to my diary I'm going out every single night and I know for a fact I need time by myself and what I do is I'm just like well there's a free night there okay I'll just fill it again and I don't look at the days around and then I get to it and I'm like I am exhausted I've gone out three nights in a row not like out out but just like I've done socializing I need to be in. and so I end up like cancelling on the other two mm-hmm. like the Thursday and the Friday but on Monday Tuesday Wednesday it's just really bad and I think I need to remember that People are like, hey, we're all going bowling. And you're like, I don't want to go bowling. And on the WhatsApp, you're like, I love bowling more than anything and I'll definitely be there. Why have I said that? So, so there is a line between... So you I've can now just, changed the WhatsApp group name to Stevie Loves Bowling. So Why exactly, that? you've
1: just doubled down on that. Like you just, If you don't want to go bowling, you can... It, oh, sorry, I'm so busy. So easy. Just say, oh, so sorry, I can't do that night. Yeah, so easy. Done. Out. Like, so simple. I don't no one got see hurt. see other people doing that and going, oh, God, I bet they're flaky. Like, I just kind of go, God, I can't do that night. But yeah. if I do, I'm like, Why? We turn ourselves, like, into knots in this, like, like, oh, God, I don't want them to be, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, so much better to have people who want to be at the bowling mm. go bowling. Mm. and oh, some- have a great time. And then someone doesn't show up dripping in sweat from seven different events. Being like, you've got me for 45 minutes, so let's get a strike in, and then I've got to go. <laughs> get me some chips from the Wimpy. Get me get the, get the sides up, I can't bowl. So, <laughs> better like people who just wanted to be bowling, bowled. Yeah. Oh my you know? God, of course. So from here on out, you just say... And Anyone listening who knows me, can you not invite me to go bowling? Just, just don't. Thank you. That's, that's the, the takeaway. One of the top tips is don't Constanza it, which I had to look up, and I thought, I wonder what that means. But it is from George Constanza from Seinfeld. Who was always making up insane oh, yeah. lies? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was always inventing crazy things that had happened. Don't say you've, your grandmother's died again, because someone will be like, hang on, I think she must have had six grandmothers. But regardless of whether or not people find out your lie, it's an insane thing to do. And you
0: also, you don't have to tell the truth either. Like, no. I also, I think actually the thing that I used to do is that I'd be like so terrified that people would think I was. Flaking because I just couldn't be bothered. Yeah, that I would nail my balls to the wall. I think yeah. this is the right, correct phrase, and say exactly why. If it was something embarrassing, like oh, I haven't slept all night and I genuinely feel like a re-, like they don't need to know that information. Yes. you just have to say oh, I'm so sorry, something's come up and I can't make it. Like it's so much easier to keep it specific but also vague. That's the ideal balance. Um, we should talk about suitors, please. Which is when someone is being quite pushing, like won't stop giving you attention, mm-hmm. a lot of the time, well, I will say everything other than no. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll ignore them. I'll go, okay, I'm just trying to read. I'm, I am really trying to read. I'll go on my phone. I'll do a fake phone call. I'll do anything other than me. like, I'm sorry, it is a no, so could you please leave me alone? And that's all you have to mm-hmm. say. But I think there's a, a different thing going on, which isn't present often, you'd hope, with friends or in the workplace, which is that there's a threat there. Is this person now going to follow me home and trying it into my house Very unlikely but you can't help thinking that there's a way of saying I'm so sorry it is a no I'm just, can you just leave me alone which isn't aggressive it's just in the way that you say it just to be firm and assertive and I've sort of read around all the different ways you can say it And I really do think that 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 is like the constant one, which is just you have to be direct because there's this school of thought that women are often almost bilingual in the way that we read emotional cues and read between the lines of things often better than men, not always, and men uh, speak directly. And then that's why a lot of differences in communication between men and women will end with, why don't you understand? Or like, it was really obvious what I was doing. And they're like, we didn't say it. You Are you an idiot, is a lot of mm-hmm. what I will say. Uh, I didn't realise you were a moron. A lot of them just respond well to directness. So that works when somebody is... Giving you attention. Also, it's very difficult not to be emotional about it because it's obviously caught up in a wider conversation of men thinking that they can just be pushy with women, like, and, mm-hmm. and that no means no and all of that. And I find it difficult not to immediately get incredibly angry at the person and, like, flip the bird. When someone catcalls me, I, my initial thing is just to go, fuck off! And I think that's fine for catcalling, but it's, you can't meet it with aggression because mm-hmm. nothing will ever be solved and you'll just explode stuff. And Also, you're dealing with someone who clearly isn't very socially aware. Um, Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. So you just have to, like... If you're alone, then obviously that's very, very different. You just have to get out of this situation and find... Uh, you know, a place that isn't isolated and makes sure that your safety is first but if you're like on a packed train and someone winds up talking to you, if you say I'm so sorry, it's a no and I'm trying to read can you just leave me alone, then everyone around you is also then immediately mm-hmm. alert to the situation rather than being like well, she might be interested. You've made such a statement that then that makes it easier for the people around you to then go she just said she wasn't interested rather than, she just went oh, uh, oh, oh gosh, yeah, thank, and, you. thank you but oh and being cut, like, nice about it. A lot of people have written things like, if someone, I mean, one of them is like, let's look at a few examples of saying no to men. And the first example is, a man offers to give you a massage. I mean, wow. Where? <laughs> Where are you? Um, <laughs> I but think like, I'd be like, sure. Please, my back's my very back bad. My back is killing me. Uh, but like, a man asks, asks you out and like, why well, ends up asking you out. Or a woman, but let's be honest, it tends to be men that do this persistent kind of asking out thing in public when they've never met you. Um, or if it's a friend as well. That's very, it works for this as well. To be kind and then say no well the example that they've used here which I think sounds a little bit stilted but you can obviously rework it is I feel really flattered you're asking me out and I really appreciate it and not but and, and I do have to decline because I'm not currently interested in dating or you don't have to have that because at all No. you can just say you don't have to justify anything you don't have, you don't have to
1: and it's a no yeah. that
0: is, feels so alien in your mouth and, and it's, a, it's no. a no they say here always say and instead of but and I know it sounds weird but it's a powerful emotional message to try and train yourself to eliminate the word but from your vocabulary vocabulary as much as possible but is saying oh I would have done yeah yeah you're right when you say but you go but and you become smaller you yeah exactly you've made a full decision and you are fully in control rather than but or like wavering makes them think it's not definitely enough. Mm-hmm. like you have to really be very clear I think I'm actually very good at when you know when somebody likes you and you can tell and they haven't said I fancy you but you know that they do mm-hmm. I think I'm good at like making it clear to them that it, I'm not interested without being like I'm not interested but sometimes they don't pick that up and then you have to be like I've been like twice it, it's happened to me where I've literally had to say I said I have a boyfriend which I hate mm-hmm. because I shouldn't have to say that but then in those situations with friends and persistent people that you know and it's not just a stranger I think you can give them a chance to read between the lines before you go like I do not wish for your further attention thank you that's very flattering and I don't think it would work between us and then if I'm they still don't get it right now. you can behave in a way that doesn't reciprocate their flirting
1: mm-hmm.
0: my preferred option of choice is there'll be a point where they'll say something quite flirty or something i will completely act as if they haven't said it or that they've said something totally normal so it just doesn't work so then they will usually stop but if they don't then you have to be clear it's so nice it's so flattering and i'm just not interested in in dating now so it's a no and
1: also just being aware that like there's so so much sort of stuff from the moment about like the men and women thing and like not listening to each other and all of this is like so much in the news at the moment and then you see people writing about like you don't have to stay in any situation that you don't want to be in like it's okay to and someone was talking about um, her mother saying like it was always alright to like leave a sleepover or whatever Kid. oh god that is powerful because so you didn't pat- think you did you, you, was, you were trapped there yeah and you know saying you don't have to stay if you don't want to, don't let that rhetoric of like, it'll be over soon, don't ruin it, just don't make a fuss. And I was like, God, that rhetoric is so deep. Yeah. In all of us to be like I wouldn't dream trying not to make a fuss. of leaving a sleepover. Like no. I wouldn't have I I wouldn't have dreamt of doing it. Don't make a bother doing it. I make got a
0: stroke at a party two months ago. And I had to leave because I was just, I couldn't stop throwing up. Mm. And I felt awful about yeah. the fact that I had to go. And everyone was just like, just go. And I was yeah. like, I'm so sorry. No, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll maybe come back. Or they're like, just go home. And I, and I had to go home and lie down with frozen peas in my head. Why do I feel guilty about leaving? It's yes. fine.
1: You can leave. You can leave. You can say no you to a thing. No is a full sentence oh. in itself. Oh, wow. Um, no. You can say no. Someone says, why not? You're like, I don't have to give a reason. Yeah, the answer is no. Thank yes, you. That's, that's no. nice as well. And this kind of smiley firmness. Smiley but firm. I don't have to give a reason. And, like, things, and really practicing it? the no muscle, so it comes out more naturally and doesn't come with a but this. And I'm sorry. You don't have to be sorry for saying no.
0: And if there's a silence, don't fill it. With, don't
1: fill it. Yeah. You, that's not on you. And I know it's a real lot of mental gymnastics to, to get in your head that you shouldn't just you know. Do, oh, it's just lovely, 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 lovely. Lovely. I'll mm. do everything. Yes, please. Yes, yeah, please. I think that was very useful, very strong, very powerful. No yeah. sentence. That. no it is a sentence no so just practice in the workplace saying that no. sounds great let me know if you want me to reprioritize i won't have space in my current schedule mm. don't say yes definitely and buy yourself time if you know you never want to do it because mm. it's going to come back to bite you i did that this week and put something up and said like oh lovely but you know we'll be away for a while and someone was like great well we'll put it do it in january and i was like oh no
0: oh god
1: yeah don't put it off you have to nip it in the bud early on because then you're like well you've blown your reason now you've said oh I would love to but I don't have the time and then when they say oh time's no issue you're like oh I've Oh, fuck. oh bloody hell! I fucked it. I fucked it here. Because joking. so don't make that up. Just just give your reasons right at the top. Just be honest, and we've got to, we're so bad at being honest mm. because we don't want to upset anybody. But, like it does so much more damage, and no one's gonna think you're an awful person because that's the thing. People think you're a dick if you're if you're rude and if you're horrible. Not for the saying no. You're allowed to have your own opinions and not want to do a thing or yeah. not have the time to do it. That's not gonna upset anybody. What will upset people is me- flaking, flaking, and meanness or like arriving half-assed and being yeah. like well, I'm here, and then what do you- <laughs> Want. what do you want from me like that's the bit that will upset people not being there is fine yeah. Better it's better that it's quality over quantity always and that you provide yes. good that you do your best at something
0: just do your best we're all just trying to do, do our your best. best for
1: goodness sake um, so
0: if you want to tweet the word no at us at nobody panic pod I'm at stevie and the s of five I'm at Tessa no codes <laughs> and yes email us nobody panic podcast at gmail.com just have a lovely week of being like calmly just and practice assertive. saying no. Say no to Don't something do do. this
1: week, and see how it goes, and then let us know. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know. No. 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 Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont,
0: and guess what? I'm Sam Campbell.
1: If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains.
0: It, we have a podcast and. Oh, uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this.
1: Is it on all the platforms?
0: Oh, it absolutely is. But, um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect brands.